this is your host of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. I'm Leisha Holmes and I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our episode. Now before we start, I would like to thank our sponsors, Hoxo Media and Vincere. I will explain a bit more about them later on in the episode as to how you, our listener, can benefit from a unique discount by mentioning the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you contact them. Now remember to click subscribe as you're listening now to get notified of every new weekly episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. I'm delighted to introduce to our audience today a guest who has been following our podcast for some time, it would appear. So when he reached out to me early in 2022, I was absolutely delighted to book him on to uh, our show. So this is John J.B. Russell. He's known to some of his friends as J.B. He's known to his wife as Jack, but you might know him as John. And he is the MD of Staffing Future. And they are a company that basically incorporates RecTech through designing um, very powerful websites where it incorporates a journey for candidates and clients all the way through the process and I I actually came into this episode thinking you know is this going to have a huge amount of value to our audience who are we know you listening the feedback we get you're probably listening in the recruitment industry somewhere in the globe you're probably a recruiter starting out possibly a few years experience but also in a leadership role But actually, when you listen to this episode, you will definitely learn something. You will learn something about why technology is our most important asset as recruiters. It will make us more productive. It will definitely make us more money. But actually, it'll also make us less stressed, make us enjoy our job more. Um, I think that incorporating our topic around social media the impact that that has on our overall brand and how people perceive us in the market, whether that's our company or our own personal brand. And we talk about sort of pitfalls as well. Uh, John's got a great provenance in the industry. He's worked on all sides of the desk, whether it's recruitment, whether it's marketing, whether it's tech. And he's a, just a delightful guest. He'll, make, he'll definitely make you smile. I'm still smiling having uh, just interviewed him for the last half hour. So let's jump into the episode. Um, there is a huge shout out actually during the episode. Unbeknownst to me, John's company actually partners our amazing sponsors, Vincere and Hoxo Media. So that was really nice for me to get real validity on the sponsors that we are so proud to have on the show. So without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And I think there was already laughter before I even pressed record because you're going to love my next guest. I haven't actually spoken to this chap before, but we've been chatting away for ages on LinkedIn and he's already just made me smile from ear to ear. I'm already laughing. This is John Russell, otherwise known as JB or Jack, apparently, if he's being naughty. And he is the European MD for Staffing Future. Welcome to you today, John. Shall I call you John or JB? I really don't know what to call you. Call me whatever you like, Leisha. Um, I'm just going to I'll I'll answer to all three I was going to say you'll answer to all three so we'll we'll, we'll go with John because that's how people will find John LinkedIn so let's be sensible because we want people to to connect to you so for those who are not yet familiar with you but there certainly will be by the end of this tell us a little bit about who you are and what your company does so I'm John um, Russell been in uh, staffing for 15 or 20 years Um, been marketing lead in various recruiting businesses um, some big some small some huge uh, from Randstad to James Gray Associates to Reed um, Healthcare Martin Ward Anderson so 
done all that, but I've sort of turned into the supplier side uh, because mainly because I, I found what I was doing when I was taking those roles on was sort of taking the technology stack and redoing the websites and then connecting all of those pieces together to accelerate the sales process for the recruiters on the desks. So I thought, why don't I do that as a job full-time? Um, but yeah, I work for Staffing Future now. Um, we design and build uh, recruitment websites. It's 100% of what we do. We've been going for five years, pushed about 250 websites live. We're huge in the States as well as UK and across Europe. We've got 35 staff now, and we just received investment from Bullhorn, which we're wow. very excited about. Um, that's a bit of an exclusive. Um, so yeah, we're, we're uh, going great guns and uh, yeah, love love what we do. Yeah, and I, and I already, honestly, if you're listening to this, you do need to go and watch this. If your energy is exuding out of you. Just a couple of things there. Congratulations, that's amazing. And how wonderful that we got an exclusive. Hope it still is when this goes live. Um, we have a global audience and actually we have a huge amount. I think it's something like 40% listen to us in America, which is great because okay. that's your audience too. So hi to everybody that listens over there. And thank you for joining us. And we are looking to push our European um, community because at the moment it's probably the smallest percentage of our listeners. So anyone that's got connections over in Europe, you know, get, get sharing because this is all yeah. relevant across. Now, I love your provenance. I was just saying to you off air, I don't think I've had anyone on the show yet who's got as much to talk about in terms of rec tech as you, which is really exciting. So obviously you've got, you're coming on the show today and we're gonna to talk about you know what every single person listening, it's relevant because we all use technology. We all have a website presumably for our company. So just to set the scene, and I think this is something that I'm saying this is the parent of Gen Z's, you know, we're in a world of instant gratification. And so websites, I think in recruitment, are almost seen as like an unnecessary expense for a lot of businesses. It's the last place you go and spend your money. So why do you think that is? And what do you think the benefit of having a good website is for recruitment? Okay, so I just wanted to break away from the chat for 60 seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company, Hoxo Media, are doing about it. There's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote unquote modern recruiter, personal branding, building an online presence, finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, Hoxo have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. And they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you, as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. Now, they teach it all to you over an eight-week course in the Hoxo Academy. I actually completed the Hoxo Academy in the very height of covid and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com, or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, give these guys a shout 
but make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you and just quote the podcast, the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat. I mean, it can be that very much the case, uh, especially if it's been put together quickly and cheaply and it's not really connected. If it's not driving your process and at the heart of everything you do, then it's going to be really hard to generate an ROI or any sales, new inquiries, new business leads and any candidate flow because you're competing against things which are technically a lot more advanced they are a lot updated a lot more often and therefore your content isn't as fresh it's not as competitive Mm -hmm. it's stale and it's just a validation of who you are and what your office address is so for the vast majority and probably startups and small businesses i'd put in that in that camp where they've sort of pulled something together they're really proud of it and they're then they get back on the phone because that's what they do their sales and they're they're on it and reaching out to their network and probably on linkedin or wherever their audiences are dwelling to harvest their opportunities as well as service candidate flow um so i think one of the big mistakes that um or one of the frustrations that we see is when You've got an ATS or an applicant tracking system like a Bullhorn, a Job Adder, a Tracker RMS, a Bond Adapt, or whatever it is that you're using, um, and then not connecting it to your website. Mm. And you people might think it's connected because you get an email into your Outlook or Gmail, and then you then post that into your ATS, mm. and it, and that's not connected recruiting. That is old style, clunky, manual, open to delay, errors. Um, just it, it's not a smooth and seamless process. Mm. And I think once once you understand how to leverage technology effectively within your recruiting process, you can then start to engage and embed different technologies into your processes more effectively to make those to make your recruiting process faster yeah. more efficient more um uh, you know much more reliable yeah and deliver a lot more output for you as a business within the same amount of roles mm. we we talk about how do you convert the top of the funnel on your website and you know the 90 percent of or 95 percent of traffic that's not converting you know, if you can move that 5% or 10% of traffic that is converting and move it from, if it was five, move it to 10, if it was 10, move it to 20, you can double your candidate flow or double yeah. your, your client flow mm. without spending another dime on marketing or candidate generation. So to, to not spend effectively where it's needed is mm. part of an education that's needed mm. sometimes. But generally, we work with high growth businesses and scale ups and enterprise businesses that understand the like the ATS is the internal hub of the business. The website is the external hub of the business. And all of those pieces need to connect 
as seamlessly as possible mm. to engage, uh, to attract, engage and convert candidates as well as new clients as effectively as possible. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely right. I mean, obviously, I can't possibly let you answer that without mentioning our wonderful sponsor, Vincherry. Let's add that to the list of ATS, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, but I've got an integration yes, with those. Yeah, so, well, right. there you go. So, Vincherry, nice little plug there, uh, but it's true. Um, I think it's really good because I think the comments that you've made there, how many candidates get lost, they get, get fall, fall down between that external engagement into the in internal system. Um, and actually, just thinking about the psychology, think about as you're listening to this now, whether you're a recruiter or whether you're a leader and you've been on the job market, what's the first thing you did when you before you went for your interview? You went on their website, didn't you? You went on the company's website. That's what everybody does. It doesn't matter whether they've got a LinkedIn page. You will still go on that website. So it's not just about attracting candidates. It's also about attracting future talent and employees as well. So I think there's a number of different things there that you've covered off. But actually, I wanted to make that point too, because I, I, I'm a supplier. I recruit for the recruitment industry. And the amount of times a, a candidate of mine has said no based on a recruitment company's website because it's not it's stuck in the dark ages they've not updated it it's got that horrible holding page god forbid and it's not they can see they can already see that it's not going to attract the best candidates so i think i'm validating everything that you've said there no ab absolutely and if all you know that's probably the biggest message to talent that they're trying to hire candidates that they're trying to engage with and clients that they're trying to service you've got those three audiences there and if a business isn't investing in that technology then mm. they already know it's probably going to be quite labor intensive and inefficient mm. to engage and follow through with that hiring process mm. so it, it's a way to sort of walk the walk if it you know what i mean and yeah. and Totally. It, it is. And actually, as we record this now in 2022, we're in a candidate short market. Everything's candidate short. We've got real skill shortage in STEM, recruitment, you know, I can't hospitality, you know, I can't imagine that in, in my life, in my recruitment lifetime, let's say, that will change now. I can't suddenly see for a generation, at least 20 years, how we will plug the gap where it'll become and engorged with candidates so I think actually if you're you're putting the effort into your creativity and you've got a nice you know LinkedIn presence you're working on your personal brand through Hoxo obviously our other sponsor but actually if you're not put joining the dots I think that's what you know to someone who isn't techie like me that's what you're doing isn't it you're joining the dots so no people don't fall through the net you get you go to all that effort to try and get those software developers to connect to your website but are they actually wanting to click on the contact us or submit their CV Exactly, and, and Hoxo understand that really well, right? So that we work with them as well. Great, um, uh, working, um, you know, and they're generating the content and the outreach and doing that brand piece mm. that um, we don't touch. So no, we're right. we're the platform that lets all of that beautiful content run on rails mm. and driving that inefficient that efficiency and productivity for mm. the teams. Mm. Good. to enable you know the content and the consultants to, to fly yeah no that's really good now I'm I didn't know that I didn't know that you partnered with Hoxham and Vincere so that, that just feels like really nice really sort of warm feeling I've got there so big shout out to those guys obviously so now we, yeah I'm glad that you've mentioned that though and you know we keep alluding to sort of personal brand and that kind of thing and we've mentioned LinkedIn a few times so how do you think how does social media and our dependence upon it as recruiters let's say so if, if LinkedIn unplugged us all tomorrow 
most recruiters would probably have some kind of meltdown. So how do we incorporate that as part of our website and our overall marketing strategy? We briefly interrupt this chat on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to introduce to you our partnership with Vincere, the recruitment operating system. Vincere is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe. A single tech platform that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach all under one roof. This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with Vincere because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincere.io and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat. I mean, it's one of several channels that you can generate traffic to your site. Mm. It's usually very important because it converts well and they're aware of you. But if you think about the sales funnel, the awareness, the you know engagement and the conversion and then through to sale, um, that all starts in discovering your content and discovering your tone of voice and your proposition in wherever in whichever channel you are grazing for that information it might be google in which case you need organic traffic it might be linkedin it might be github or uh, tiktok or whatever you know doesn't matter what right. the channel is it's where your audience is that you're trying to engage and target that that's important and then therefore you choose to engage with that audience You've also got performance media or paid advertising that yep. you can do on yep. all those channels. And you've got partners again, like Talent CEO. Nexus or Red yeah. Dot Media or what have you, where you can engage with programmatic to top up that funnel uh, and what, service your candidate need with uh, acquisition campaigns, which are based on you know very intelligent, very well targeted activity and campaigns that will drive your candidate flow to service your your business need or your client business need that they've got mm. so it's all it's like one a, one of a channel but if you're going to try and perform on social yeah you know, i'd recommend joining uh, something like uh, you know learning grazing as much information from the hoxo academy mm. uh, and also going to pages uh, linkedin university um, you know that they're they're smashing at the moment. I should get talent. them on. I should get them on, shouldn't oh, I? Yeah, I've, Darren will be, yeah. be delighted. But um, <laughs> yeah, we we partnered with them as well. We've got Great. a deep integration with them. Brilliant. Um, you sort get getting the feeling that we've actually got over a hundred integrations. It's amazing. Yeah, but I love affiliation like this. It's remarkable because it real give it gives you credence, obviously. But it just goes to show. I've actually got. I don't know if anyone else is a visualizer. But I'm imagining, so your website, so what you do as a website development company is you're the shop window. 
you've then yeah. got all the different merchandise and that's what the social media is so your merchandise changes all the time so your shop window doesn't because that's basically yeah. but you want it to look up to date you want people to be attracted to it it needs to be inspirational it needs to be aspirational but your merchandise changes on a daily basis that's your linkedin guys that's your tiktok and then in the back room your stock control that's your vincherry that's your ats system do you like that visualization i go. do there you go. Great. You got you gave me the idea off camera when you started talking about brands. I just thought, actually, that's a really good way, because I'm not technical, but I think that's a really good way to understand why each of those components could not survive on their own. You it, couldn't have exactly. your you couldn't have your merchandise without a shop window. And you wouldn't it, have it, your merch without the stock control. So there you go. And it, it's imagine and it's how easy is that shopping experience for your candidates and your clients and Absolutely. you need to engage with both mm. sets of audiences. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate that. So um, you mentioned in your introduction that you have been doing this job for a very long time. And I, I could say in terms of your provenance, I think you are definitely seen as an expert in this. So you will have seen lots of trends come and go, whether it was in your recruitment or marketing or tech career. So what do you think, get your crystal ball out, JB, what is the next big thing we need to focus on? And then second part of that question is, what do you think we should drop? What is not going to give recruiters an ROI? I mean, I, I, Bullhorn are doing a big push on this, but it, it's true generally. I mean, I think the pandemic really accelerated the move towards technology and embedding it properly into processes. And then people who didn't have those processes already were becoming a bit unstuck. Mm. So it's not about using technology or different technology and buying technology for technology's sake without a purpose, right? You've got to know what that tech is going to do for you and why it's going to add value in your process but it's more about the connectivity between that different technology and the seamless integration between each of the different technologies that you're using throughout the process whether that's attraction right at the top of the funnel using in-browser alerts to push notifications into browsers so that even when people are not on your website, they'll get a pop-up in their browser, Chrome or Safari, that says, hey, there's a new job loaded up that you've been looking at. They're not even on your site. So you right. can drive traffic like that. That's mm. a bit of tech we've got coming down the street. Nice. Um, but um, <laughs> as well as you know, automatic SEO and mm. making sure that all the job URLs and page structures are you are seo friendly but then leveraging as as well as that it's things like the interview process the interview scheduling process the, there is a piece of tech for every piece of the process and it's mm. just about how do you seem seamlessly sew that all together into a, a fluid experience which is really smooth for the candidate and separates you out from the crowd mm. who aren't leveraging technology effectively. No. The other thing it does is drives huge gains in productivity so that you've got, um, you know, like a, the time to hire shrinks and it accelerates and you service more clients quicker so you can actually harvest more from your existing staff. That you can drive like 20, 30% uplift in time at the blink of an eye if Crazy. you're effectively adopting technology and implementing mm. it correctly but you need to have the resources and somebody in the organization or within your supplier base who you trust to be able to do that and mm. then implement it 
properly yeah and then what happens if you know after they've gone or you know what's the next stage how do you protect yourself and your business and your processes mm. to iterate them forward when you know the next the next stage comes i mean we we often you know say to clients where do you see yourself in 12 to 18 months what's the problem at the moment what's what's the heavy luggage in your process what's slow clunky yep. inefficient mm. crappy um and let's focus on that first because that's going to give you the ROI. That's going to give you the best win for yeah. you. And then you can iterate your process mm. and shave one or 2% or improve one or 2% month on month rather than waiting for six months to make a five or 10% gain. You know what I mean? So it's much better mm. to yeah, do little bits, take little bits on, uh, do a small achievable goals where you can realize a, uh, you know a target and make some hay move forward with your process shorten things or accelerate things and, and do it that way rather than massive projects that have yes. taken a long time to deliver and are clunky and inefficient so i'll tell you what forget what the actual topic we're talking about today just as a life lesson in terms of achieving tasks that's exactly what you should be doing anyway it's very very uh, but i like that because i think very often certainly whether it's candidates or clients actually they they don't have those touch points they are you know they're told about an interview they get an email confirmation and then they never hear from the recruiter and it's just like you know there's your offer like see you later so I think it's really good that they're going to go on this journey and it obviously it reflects much better on the recruiter but I love the productivity focus because I think most recruiters listening let's face it if we can get from a to z without you know the headache of worrying that all these things are happening and we can then focus on what we enjoy doing which is the people engagement side so i think it's Perfect. i think it's all valid points you didn't ask me about what you think we should be dropping you need to answer that as well what do you think we should stop doing or what tech what do you uh, think uh any anything paper uh anybody like people are focused on mobile apps and things like that i'd just be like why you know websites are are really responsive and mobile friendly mobile first very often mm. um so you know focusing on an unnecessary tech that actually doesn't add value to your business mm. um even if you've been sold to and you know it's amazing you know yeah. the best thing since sliced bread but one one thing you know one of my pet hates if you like is we don't want to be a recruitment business we, we don't want to look like a recruitment business mm -hmm. right but actually the candidate expectation and the client expectation is that you're a recruitment business that is what you are you're not a shop so service that need and mm. that demand and do it really well right mm. yeah you can be original and all the rest of it mm. but there, there's a certain amount of user expectation mm. and user experience that you know conversion focused design follows and when you you're sort of asked to break that then you know it's sort of like we'll, we'll push back but we wouldn't you know what i mean yeah, of no. course we'll do what the client wants but of course you, you know, do advise them strongly against it sometimes i don't know if you saw i very dramatically threw my pen because i like to use pen and paper but i hear what you're saying and actually not it's not one size fits all what might work for your business might not work for another business around the corner i know exactly. myself i've it's tried and tested you know i might try something in my business and actually i can see my clients using it and i'm like wow this is amazing and then i try it and i'm like actually it doesn't provide an roi but you've got to try these things but be prepared to then say 
that that's yeah, not going to work. Cut and run, yeah, quick. Um, and just on that last point, I know we talked about that off camera before. We were going to talk about it. I mean, let's just let's say it as it is. If you're a recruitment company and you place candidates into jobs, stop being wanky about it. You're a recruitment company. Let's face it. You know, say what you are. You know, if you want to talk about your USP, that's fine. But don't say something that you're not. I just I, find that really irritating. Everybody hires the best talent, you know, fast and puts yeah. them into role and has a massive yeah. candidate database, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. What's different about you? Yeah, just, just you know, it's your people. That's what makes you different. But, like, you know, I just, I find that point, I found, I found that really funny. So what would your, I mean, obviously, this has all been really insightful and, you know, I've really enjoyed getting to know you and I think you're making certainly somebody like myself who's not necessarily, you know, as tech savvy as some other business owners, but I think I'm doing what I can. You're definitely educating me. So I know that there will be listeners. And I always say, if we can educate one listener, then we've served our purpose, haven't we? There you go. That's one. Hello to you. So as before we finish, what would your top tips be for those leaders listening, but also anyone that's looking at maybe thinking about setting up on their own for ensuring they have a solid strategy for integrating their website into their full marketing strategy? I mean, it, it, it starts off with knowing what the plan is, right? So if you don't plan, you plan to fail. And that's understand that includes understanding your audience, where they are, how they like to engage. It's also how you should best communicate to that audience, as well as um, understanding that that message might need to evolve and iterate as your markets or specialisms get added or focus changes or what have you. Um, but it's really about articulating that message and being consistent about that and visibly consistent, which brings hearts back to the social media point. Um, but it's more about, you know, looking at where you're trying to aim for, executing consistently to get there and then embedding a process powered by technology, not hindered by it to help you get there faster mm. and save cut out all the busy work that you should not be doing yeah that would be you know my, love my it. sort of top tip i love it it was absolutely you know that's really insightful and it's been wonderful getting to know you and who knew that our world worlds had collided so much but that if that isn't recruitment in itself really appreciate you talking to us today on the recruiters recruitment podcast thank you so much thanks very much for having me alicia